I realized that I wanted to be with my friends on a regular basis. I realized that I wanted to travel the world. I didn't want to settle for a six-figure job. Job, job, job. was in LA I spent a lot of money spent a lot of money on stupid shit so the reason why I was sleeping in my car in San Francisco because I wanted all the money I was greedy I'd make four G's a month on average driving for Lyft and I would spend that money at the mall everybody know what's up with that as a rapper right buying all the expensive ass gear so I got caught up right I couldn't leave because I'm like I'm making this money my mom's like come home jazz I'm like you got four G's she like nah one G may so the reason why I became conscious all of the end wasn't just a car accident. I went to South by Southwest 2015, was faded the whole entire time. This predator was on the loose scouting like a mother effer because I'm so gullible because I think people are awesome. He fucking attached himself like a leech to me and my girls the whole trip. You know what I mean? And got home, hit him up like, uh, I'm really dumb because I haven't read a book since 2011. And how would I go about getting money to fund, you know, me performing or throwing an event for South by Southwest 2016? How would I go about that? He's like, okay, perfect opportunity to take advantage. My dumbass even told him my credit score. I'm like, I got a 720. Is that good enough to get a loan? And that's when he hit me with, oh, yeah, <laughs> it's real good. Baby girl, it's real good to get a loan. In fact, I got a homeboy who can get you a loan. So at this point, I call my dad. And you know, I always call my dad when it comes to my work because my dad is my protector, you know, love him. He entered my life when I was 11. And ever since that day, he has made sure that I don't get taken advantage of and that I see the real for the real. So I call him. I'm like, you ready, Bryce? It's the moment we've all been waiting for. You know what I mean? 
at that point, what was that, 24? So I'm like, yes, after seven years of working in this shit, we finally have hit the jackpot. We're about to come into some money. I want to know if you're ready to be down. I want to know if you can do finances. What's up? He's like, skirt, pump the brakes. How are you getting this money? Who is this guy? blah de blah blah Once I tell him all the details, he's like, eh, 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 red flags. Okay, so he's like, pause. He is a schemer. He's about to take advantage of you. How you going to know? He's like, wait till you see that form. If it asks for your social security number, boom. So, of course, these phony dudes send me this freaking loan paper from a weird-ass email address. And I'm like, okay, that's a scam already before I even open up the document. You know what I'm saying? Like, really, really, though? I open up the document, and it says in fine print, in addition to asking for my social security number, it says in fine print, we are not responsible for anything that happens with this information associated on this paper. Meaning, oh, if we steal your money, you can't come after us. So they thinking I'm not going to read a fine print. <laughs> Anyways, that's when I realized, oh my God, sitting in the Starbucks, that 24-hour Starbucks in San Francisco. Then I was like, damn, I'd be really dumb though. Like, am I really that desperate? Yeah. Guess what, guys? Because I was at the phase where I needed a mentor. And I thought I had to fucking have somebody else tell me what to do and stuff. <laughs> Let me just do a side note. I'm not going to go on a rant. But you thinking that you need a mentor and you settling for anybody else who can get you some likes on your videos or can get you put you in contact with certain people is a scam. You have the ability to do everything yourself. So don't, don't let some stranger get in your life because he sees that you're a star and he's taking advantage. Okay, cool. So yeah, I got caught up in South by Southwest because of that incident. I got saved. My dad was like, good job, 90. So he's really good at not saying I told you so. Um, anyways, so I started reading Tim Ferriss, A 4-Hour Work Week. That's really what shaped my consciousness because he said, get rid of the distractions. What was my distractions? I was on social media 60 hours a week. I repeat, I was on social media 60 hours a week, what I thought promoting myself. In reality, I was just doing stupid shit. So I got rid of social media. I X that shit off my phone. Then all of a sudden, I started feeling real pure, and I started noticing more things. Like, started noticing bad vibes and shit. Then that's when I started going on a fucking weird tangent. I started researching it, and basically some shit that I found out was just really scary and fucked me up real bad, real, real bad. And that's why I love Bob, because Bob was playing that very day, that very moment. I was on the phone with my mom, crying. She telling me to hold on, think it'll get better. And I'm listening to Bob Molly saying it for you, right? And I'm like, okay, you know what? Shit been fucked up out here. It's not new. You just now conscious. You've been living a fairy tale ass life, and you finally realize it's not a fairy tale. And it's not like this has just begun. It might seem like it's worse today, but it was still worse years ago. Hell, we went through slavery at some point. Shit been fucked up, guys. So what I realized is that it's not about focusing on the negativity. It's about focusing on the positivity. Tribe is out there. Positive vibes are out there. Exploring, taking it back to basics, being one with your community. All those things is what I stand for because those are things that I had to experience. Recently, I went on a trip to Hawaii, Pahoa, with a friend Neon that I met in San Francisco. We spent a day together, chilled at the studio, listened to each other's music. And I just remember being so inspired by his music because it was positive. It didn't have any crazy lyrics that were stupid. It was love, light, energy amazing right so I met Neon two weeks before that accident I hadn't spoke to Neon in two years because I took a hiatus off of social media got back on social media reached out to him he tells me he's in Hawaii come right away I start trying to think of excuses why I can't make it right away then I realize girl what are you talking about you have set yourself up to live the laptop lifestyle it's time to actually do it it's time to actually put it in play it's time to go somewhere. So I went to Hawaii, wanted to move there the very first day. Second day, I confirmed it. Third day, I confirmed it. It was the very last day that I was in Kona with Paula. And she was like, listen, 
I know you want to move here, but what you got going on needs to go. And if you move here now, you might be on some real slowdown type ish because it's true. You know, people on the island, you know, island life. Take it easy. You know what I'm saying? So I was at a phase where I was just getting started. It wasn't right to make that move. But I did remember saying, oh, I will be back here frequently. What I learned in Hawaii is how to love people, not hold back and how to explore and be a kid again and to live with adventure and to be a minimalist. Those are the things that I learned. And spirituality, we are tribe, and it's very important for us to see ourselves as one within a community because we all need to pull our weight in order to make this world a better place for our young ones. Chilling in Kalapana with my eye friend. 
Until next time, my tribe, peace, love, and light. Take care now.